What's up, mamas? It's Tanika Ray. I was a television host for 20 years before my entire life blew up when I had a baby. Shifting gears from red carpets to a gig called Mom required a whole new game plan. The carefree, globe-trotting boss babe me was suddenly in search of a mommy tribe to help me navigate the inevitable fumbles and fails of raising a kid. Mama's Day with Tanika Ray is a sanctuary for the Mommy Collective, where we amplify our self-love and self-care, trade tips on raising conscious kids, help each other fine-tune our boundaries, and celebrate the highs while forgiving ourselves for the lows in the wild, 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 wild world of mommying AF. Hello, it is Tanika Ray. Welcome to episode three of Mama's Day with Tanika Ray. Each episode, I'm really excited to explore parts of myself and then connect that to what inspired each episode. Today, I'm just going to give it to you straight. It's all about my first love, dance. Now, if you've been following me for a while on either Insta or TikTok, you know, I'm still trying to rock it out over there. But on my main platform, Insta, if you know me at all, you know, I kinds of likes to shake my booty. <laughs> no, I, I like to dance. I love, no, I love to dance. Let me not be, you know, humble about it. I love it. I love it. It gives me life. I remember being two or maybe even three and I begged my mother to take dance class. I don't know how I knew what dance class was. I don't know where I saw it, what I was watching on TV, but I was like, I need to, I need to dance, mommy. To which she obliged. I'm sure it's because I had a lot of energy. I actually, when I, I see my daughter literally bouncing off the walls all day until at least nine o'clock at night, 8.30, nine o'clock at night never ever is out of energy, right? And so I'm pretty sure I was probably like that, even though to me, it didn't feel like it. I was just in my body. I was just ready to go. Well, so is my daughter. So I can understand why like me, she loves dance, gymnastics. She wants to like be active and perform and singing. And she's in art class. Like she is her mommy's daughter. What's amazing is that because I had that background, I was really connected to myself and my body, right? Because you can't be a dancer without knowing what your body's doing, having a relationship, some sort of communication is happening between your mind and your body when you are dancing. So if you haven't seen me over on Insta and you would like to, uh, super easy, just go over to my IGTV series hashtag mommy and munch. It's like at the bottom somewhere. I don't know how to rearrange those, but if you go into the series, which is right at the top of the grid on my IGTV page, then you will be able to check out mommy and munch and see the incredible adventures of mommy and munch, the little one, which is our cute little mommy and me series, which we love doing. Also on my Insta page, you will for a billion percent sure see me dancing the latest trends because it brings me joy, period, point blank, end of story. Let's keep it moving. So because today's episode is themed in dance, and I want to make this really clear, 
It doesn't matter if it's dance, your connection to body and mind, your greatest joy might be soccer. It might be piano playing. It might be singing. It might be creating art. It might be whatever it is. There's a creation happening and there's epic, unadulterated joy there. So because we are in this space of enjoying our epic joys, I could think of nobody better than to sit down with somebody I've actually never met in person or even on a phone call. I've literally only felt her energy and I have duetted with her. We've done dancing side by side on social media. It's really me dancing with her because, you know, she's a big old social media (laughs) dancing star and I'm honored to be dancing with her. So Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please give it up. Please welcome to the mic a beautiful mama bear of seven kids, the wife of an amazing husband. She is someone who spreads light and joy and just consistently picks up our spirits in these very strange times. Marie Bustin moves over on Instagram. She is also the matriarch, the lead, the very popular TikTok account called The Mooring Bunch. They've got 11 million likes and 601 plus thousand followers. And over on Instagram, just go over to my Instagram at Tanika Ray and check out my IGTV series. And over on Insta, Marie underscore busting moves with no G. She has 193,000 followers and she only started posting at the beginning of the pandy. And I want to read her bio. It's so cute. It's all capitals. Dancing, social media, influencer, fun-loving dancer, and grandma featured in BuzzFeed. Doesn't she just sound like a bowl of fun? Please welcome to the mic, my dancing soulmate on Instagram, Marie Bustin Moves. Welcome, welcome. This is Mama Stay with Marie Bustin Moves. That's what I call you. That's what I call myself. <laughs> I love that name so much. You confused me on TikTok. I'm like, wait a minute. Right, uh, right, right. <laughs> which came first, TikTok or Instagram? TikTok. Okay. And so tell me about when you first made your first TikTok dance sort of content. Were you thinking it would take you as far as it has? Of course not. You know, we were just trying to make it through this pandemic, trying to stay active. My daughters, you know, I own a dance company. And so it shut down because of the pandemic. And so I was just at home trying to find my new space. And my daughter said, you should get on TikTok. I said, if you make me an account, I will. And they did. And that's how we got the mooring bunch because it was a family Right. Uh, yeah. And then and suddenly you're like, I'm the lead singer of this. <laughs> right. Then Marie Bustin Moves came out from the crowd. <laughs> he was like, what is it? Uh, nobody came to see you, Otis. No, I'm just kidding. Right, right. <laughs> you were Beyonce. You were Diana Ross. You're like, I need right. my own space. I took off. I said, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love seeing your family. It is so beautiful to see, especially a Black family working together, living together, just filled with joy. That's revolutionary on its own. It truly is. It has been amazing. I love it. I love it so much. And then for you guys to all dance with me, I'm like, oh, this is life. You're like my favorite person to dance. You know this because I'm constantly like (laughs) duetting with you. I'm like, because it is my love language, I fell in love with dance when I was three. 
and apparently oh. begged my mom for classes and spent <laughs> all Saturdays and all Sundays in dance. And I was a professional dancer. Right. I, I, yeah. I, I'd love to hear about your sort of dance evolution. When did it start? Yeah. So I'm like, you just always had a love for dance. My family, Sunday dinners and family reunions was dance was our thing. Right. But I think I took on, took to it a lot more than a lot of my family members. I just, even after the holidays and things, I still wanted to dance every day. And so, you know, unfortunately I was not able to go to the dance classes and things like that. So, you know, I watched the videos with you and I I just self-taught, you know, watching videos and that's basically it. (laughs) I love that so much because look, we all come to it from different angles. My parents were like, uh, quietly, I think they were like, this child has so much energy. Send her to the dance class. Yeah, get her to dance Get her out of here, right? <laughs> Which is kind of what I do to my daughter. Yeah. But it doesn't matter though. You had a love for it. It was, it's at your core. And that was what was so great about the 90s. You know, these kids today, they don't understand. That was so great about the 90s is you can watch your favorite artist and you can push record on your VHS. And you can play it over and over. Rewind, rewind, rewind. over and over. Stop, pause. Yes. Move again. What was that move? <laughs> okay, wait. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta really be honest with me. What was one of the first videos that you stopped and started, paused and 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 got every move that was shown oh, on that video? Oh, that's definitely gonna be hammer time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes. I was going to say Pleasure Principle was definitely. Oh, yes. Oh, that was your first one. Oh, over it. I had a girl. I did the chair thing and everything. I was. Oh, you had the chair moves too. (laughs) I was not playing around and I nailed the chair move. The chair move is not that hard. It was like, (laughs) I'm going to get this Pleasure Principle. Oh, I was going to get it. You got to teach me. You're going to have to teach me. You're going to have to surprise (laughs) Janet. We should probably do one of those. Maybe I'll be Janet for Halloween. Oh. Speaking of Halloween, come on, it's leather weather too. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. I like this weather when it gets a little cooler. Yeah, you're in on the East Coast, right? Georgia. Oh, you're in Georgia. Yeah, I I live between between Atlanta and Augusta. I didn't know that. I went to Spelman, so I'm very. Oh, gosh, cool. You're on Mamada. Yes. And I like revisited dance when I went to Spelman. I choreographed all the shows at Morehouse. But I want to get back to you because one of the reasons that I'm really connected to you is not only the dance part, but that you're momming so many kids. Motherhood. How many babies do you have? Yes, we, you know, I'm a blended family. We have six daughters and a son and four grandchildren. (laughs) That is a brood, honey. Yeah, yeah. And I love every, every moment of, of, of it. I love it. No, did you I'm, always? I'm so I'm such the grandma. I'm so proud to be a grandmother. Because well, grandmothering like, is different than mothering, right? It's the next level. It's just yes. the next level. But you know, it started with motherhood, right? <laughs> it definitely, and you must have started super early because I did. Started, I did. Oh, um, I had my son um, when I was 17 years old, and you know, we were supposed to be this huge statistic of not being nothing, you know, and all these things. But look at me now. <laughs> look at me now. Hey! <laughs> yes, that's what I want to say is that screw all the narratives of what they yeah. tell us we're supposed to be. Yeah. 17 years old, I would have been scared to death, mama. 
Yeah, yeah, it, it was very scary. But, you know, like you say, when you have that village, I, I did. I had that village and it, and it just took a lot of pressure off me. My mother, my sisters, my family, they really helped me navigate that and to help me get comfortable with becoming a mother. So I did have that foundation. And I think that really, really helped a lot because, you know, I probably would not have made it without them. So to be honest, that's all that it's about having that village. I I don't, my daughter, I would be like, I don't know what to do with you. If it wasn't for the fact that I'm from LA, my parents are here. My brother's here. I mean, you can't lean on people all the time, but the comfort of knowing they're there in case of an emergency is super important. Correct. Um, And I have the great, my daughter has the greatest aunties. I say this all the time in the world. My girlfriends who are just like, that's our baby. You can't do it without that. It's, 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 it's very impossible. Yeah. You know, you think, how can this one baby need so much? And oh, they need a true. lot. It's true. It is true. How, what was the greatest mommying lesson you learned from your family? Oh, gosh, listen, we don't know it all. You know, it's just like everybody adds a little bit and it adds up to this book of motherhood lessons, you know, and you're just never done learning. I mean, even still today, my daughters are grown up. And I'm still learning, you know, about motherhood. And it's just, I couldn't do it without them. That's, that's really the biggest lesson is that you need people. Don't suffer in silence. So you have a blended family. So you guys are Brady Bunch. Yes, the Mooring Bunch. <laughs> the Mooring Bunch, right. You came to it with how many kids? I came with three daughters and he had three daughters. The son that I had as a, as a young lady, he, we grew up together. So that was a whole different dynamic. By the time I had my daughters, you know, I'm a woman into motherhood already. And he's, you know, with him being a son, when he turned uh, 16, 17, he got to an age where he really needed his father. And so I sent him with his dad and let him complete the raising. So by that time, I had three daughters. My husband had three daughters. You know, we both were single parents. I, you know, I had been married previously and I was a single mom for a while and he was a single dad for a while. We met on eHarmony and, uh, you know, it, it, it worked. It worked. No it way that works, man. I've been on this crazy, all these crazy apps and I'm like, I keep deleting them because I'm like, ain't nobody on these things. eHarmony. I'm, I'm an eHarmony fanatic. I always, always, always refer people to eHarmony and, and have had friends successful on there. It's really a great app, the way that they do things and, you know, connect you with people like your, your person. You found like the perfect match for you. And that's what they say. We're not going to get off on, on that, even though I'm right, just- Right, right. Because you know we can. We can. <laughs> Right? I'm taking notes. I'm like- because. Yeah. You know, I date guys that sometimes are too much like me, but it's good to have somebody that has different skills. And it's oh, a- it's way better. It's way better. Really? It's way better. I love how different we are. We are such the opposites. It's really? so interesting. Yeah. Okay, wait, break he's that down. Like how, are you, how are you opposite? You're like this and he's like what? Right. So he's, uh, his sense of humor is different than mine. It's like, I don't understand it, but it's funny. <laughs> uh, his sense of humor, his taste in movies and music, the, what he likes to watch. We're just completely different. The way he likes to study, he doesn't really like to dance, you know. Just I've like, seen him dance, girl. Oh, you I, yeah, I've gotten known him over the years, you know. I've gotten known him over the years, but the thing that we have in common is our children, our love, or family, 
and his love for me and my love for him, just like as from being everyday people, not even about what we do. Like, so that stuff we learn to love about each other, but we have this common denominator of God, family, and love. <laughs> so that's a good triad. God, yeah, in love. Yeah. That's the one where you have to answer all those questions. Oh, yeah. And that's very important. Yeah, you have to answer all those questions. Marie, I've done that. And at the end of it, it literally said, I'm sorry, we have no matches for you. (laughs) I was like, after 12 hours of answering all these damn questions and you don't have anything. Did you open it up to the U.S. or did you put some boundaries on where they had to be? Well, you know, I'm particular. We're going to pray about that one. <laughs> yes, he's got to be packing. Well, yes. you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can't help you with that. <laughs> I may have asked for too much, apparently. <laughs> it ended up with zero matches. I can't. I can't. I can't. They gave me the big finger, and they're like, thanks for playing. Like, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> And I was so crushed. Oh my gosh. Give it another chance. I that mean. is hilarious. <laughs> I've never, never have I ever heard that happen before. Over here. <laughs> I mean, you know, just feel you are very issues. special. And there is somebody just as special waiting, waiting to meet you. <laughs> Thank you, Marie. I was waiting for that. I'm like, come on, help me out, sis. It's true. It's true. It's very yeah, but, true. But everything is also about timing. So it is. It I really, love, really I mean, is. the fact that. It could have been three months later you went on eHarmony and you would have missed your husband. You know, it's all about divine timing. It is. Did you know immediately that he was your man when you went on a date? No. He he knew I was his wife. (laughs) And I love that because so many times I thought I knew who I needed and who I wanted. And, you know, it wasn't until like I didn't know that I needed him, but he knew where this was headed and I had to catch up with him. You know, that for me, that was great because, you know, I already know what I want. I know what I need. <laughs> and, you know, you're not it. You're wow. not, it. But, you know, time, like you said, that divine timing and getting to know him and seeing him go above and beyond in our dating phase. And, you know, then our daughters really liking each other. That was the next best big thing, you know, come you on start dating and you're a mo- single mother. You know, your kid has to like that person and get along with his kids or if he doesn't have kids, has to get along with him and like him. And so that was a big deal. And Ooh. when we saw that our, our daughters liked each other, we were like, OK, this could work. That was like the final <laughs> stamp. And that's that was the final thing. I was like, you know how girls are. So you have three girls that have to be pleased. He's got three girls. That's like a lot of approval that had to happen. Those those six girls are like, yeah, we cool with this. That was that was a lot for y'all. That was a lot. That was a lot. And even to this day, people look at us all and they're like, you know, the natural human nature wants to know who belongs to who, you know, (laughs) like I know y'all. I know you guys are a blended family, but it's so funny to us because people still, they're like, they still mismatch them as far as when they try to say who's the biological. They get it wrong every time. You should do a contest, but it doesn't really matter because y'all, how long have you guys been married for? Um, We've been together 10 years and we've been married eight years. Oh, so the girls were little. What were the ages of all the girls when you were married? It's it's funny because it's like triplets. They're like stair steps, two, two, two. You know, they're all basically the same age. So they were like seven. 10 and 12 when we met. 
So and now and now they're 17 through 24. <laughs> so, then, so you had two seven-year-olds, two 10-year-olds and two 12. Shut right. like that. <laughs> that is God just blessing you. Blessings on blessings. Yeah. Oh my God. And they have to be just like this is this is great. You know, it's perfect. It's so funny because we we do manifest, right? Yes. So I have this thing like my man is going to have a son. And don't okay. you know, every single guy that I've dated has a son. We getting closer to our dreams. We're getting, we're tiptoeing. <laughs> we're getting closer a little bit at a time. We are, we are. I think that's just amazing. And congratulations to your beautiful family. Thank you. Thank you so much. It has been so amazing, especially after you go through so much and, you know, you're fighting as a single mom, doing everything, trying to run your business and be a mom. And it's like, okay, you know, but you know, one of the things is keep your heart open. You have to keep your heart open. You can't give up on love. You just can't. I don't care what happens to you. I don't care who does what. Yeah, I don't care how many times you've been hurt. Don't give up on love. Keep keep loving. How keep did you do open. that, Marie? Oh, I just kept telling myself, my heart is open. This heart is open. Even if it didn't feel open, I spoke it, like you said, manifested an open heart. You have to just constantly tell yourself what you want. You command yourself. Like So I'm just always like, my heart is open. Yes, that man just really hurt me before, but the next one will not. I will find love. I am, because I'm a wife. I, knew, I always knew I was a wife, like, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a woman. And I always knew that. So because I know what was inside of me, I knew that it had to, it had to be for somebody. That is super interesting. You said you knew you were a wife. How did you know that? Are your parents still together? Did you watch your mom be a wife? You know, it was just in, instinctively, it was like intuitively, I said, what is this feeling inside of me? This is a wife, you know? And just looking at wives, um, my my parents are together. Um, I think it had to do with watching them, of course, you know, but I think more just watching the love stories, watching, you know, reading, studying, looking at love. And I said, that's, I have that inside of me. And, you know, just the care I like to give around my home and, cooking and, you know, the attention that I like to give to my significant others, just like this pampering and this, you know, this love that I love sharing. I said, that, that's a wife, you know, um, read, you know, knowing God, what God says the wife is. And, you know, I said, I have all that. I'm a wife. I knew I was a wife before I was a wife. And so I think that's what drove me to want love and to have love and to keep my heart open so that I could fulfill my calling as a wife. You had so much clarity. I think that is beautiful. And I mean, my parents are still married. First of all, that's rare. We have to applaud our parents for staying married. 30 plus years, 40 years. Yes. My parents are going on 50 years almost. Like, yeah, 50 years. I'm like 30, 40. I just remember the decade. (laughs) Right. That is amazing. So they did, they are showing us the way. And so I love that. You glean from that. And then you said love stories. Now, are you talking about soap operas or movies? All of it. I think, you know, movies imitate life, right? So all of that. Okay, you got to come. You got to give it to me. Favorite love stories that just you went this. You can watch them 100 times and they give you the feels. Okay, 50 first dates. Gosh, I, oh my, oh, I love that one. Oh that's my, one of my favorites. That's the one with Drew Barrymore, right? Yeah, oh, I gosh. love that movie. Oh gosh, because you know, it was just like the way he loved her. 
and how they got to start over every day. Yeah. Like, forget yesterday, forget what hurt. Like to me, it's all about being in the present. So like, yeah, that's to me, that's what marriage is. That's what relationship is like forgetting the hurt part because the hurt is going to happen. But if we can just remember the baseline of it all, the heartbeat of it all and stay there. You know, that forgiveness to me, it just spoke. So that movie spoke so many volumes, you know, the fun, the forgiveness, the new start every day that they had. It was just awesome. So that is kind of marriage, right? Every day you have to make a choice to love your partner. Every day. Wow. Every day. I love that you say that because maybe that's my problem is that I love 50 first dates, but I'm a little over here in like love Jones. Okay. okay. (laughs) You want to. There's a lot of drama. You love hard and then you ne- don't see each other. And then you love hard. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I need to move. I need to expand my love yeah, stories and let that yeah. feed me a little bit yeah. more. No, I love that. That is so cool. So I think about moms, especially. You're just such a well-rounded person and I, and I just adore you. A mom of six girls. I think about things like what I'm going through right now. My daughter has dance class and gymnastics and Halloween's coming up. So it's not good enough for her to have one costume. She has to have another costume for a party we're going to. And then another (laughs) costume for a play date where they've asked her to dress. She can't wear the same damn costume. Oh, I love it. I love it. (laughs) So what do you do with six girls? Like when they were little, how did you work the costumes out? Did they all wear the same one? Right, right. Hand me downs. No. (laughs) Yes. That Did you have a Halloween closet? We'll leave that to the clothes part. We'll leave the hand-me-downs to the outfit. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, but, um, you know, they just listen. Sometimes, you, you know, with, with a family that large, you have to say, look, this is what we got to do. You know, it's a lot of, look, our family is not like other families. Let's get your costume. What do you want to be? And, and it's one. One and costume. It was one. We're not doing multiple costumes. I mean, you can use your allowance and you can, I don't mind if you, you know, so into yourself and purchase your extra costume. It's not that you can't have to, but I'm going to get one and then we'll go from there. And then you just like, I'll just keep the one. <laughs> I like that idea. Like putting the responsibility on them. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can have whatever you want. Go yeah. into your closet. Let's do some remixing, but that's on you. Absolutely. A lot of um, training or, you know, like, you know, let's, let's think about the long term of this. How, how, how is this going to affect your thinking? down the line. If I did buy you two costumes, let's see, was how is that going to affect you? You know? So just always trying to find a lesson along the way, along with doing things. But yeah, six, six costumes. That's it. Six. Solamente. Okay. So let me ask you this. Cause I love that you said allowance. I have a seven-year-old. That's all I know is how to, how to, how to mother that child. Right. Right. At what age did you start allowance? Oh gosh, immediately five, six. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like cleaning. Well, I'm a financial planner. I'm an accountant. So, you know, naturally I'm just always about money lessons from the beginning. So five years old, yes, why not? You know, you're picking up your room and doing little things, you know, clean up, clean up. (laughs) Yes, there were all kinds of cleanup songs. We sing them all the time. My daughter got the cleanup thing down, but I, w- I haven't started giving her allowance yet. Maybe, yeah. But she doesn't clean her dishes. She's working on it, but maybe that'll be a greater incentive to yeah. be like, you get 50 cents if you hey, just make up some type of allowance and then, you know, talk about how that works. You know, are you saving it? What are you saving towards? What do you want to do? You want two costumes? Let's, let's get to some allowance. <laughs> 
Well, it's funny because she goes to school and she's like, when kids lose their teeth, they're getting $20. Tooth Fairy has gotten out of control. Let me tell you. $20 for the a tooth. tooth Fairy has gotten out of control. Well, let me tell you, over at my house, the Tooth Fairy gave her a dollar and $1. she dollar. One. One. You didn't do anything. Your tooth fell out. No, a tooth. <laughs> and we're not equating that with $20. One of my daughters, she, you know, she realized that she was getting money. I think um, once I got married, you know, my husband, he wants to spoil the girls. And I think he started giving them $5. And so one of my daughters, she caught on to that and she started pulling her teeth out. She said, this tooth is worth $5. I'm going to just pull it. <laughs> Hurry, let's get to it. <laughs> oh, I got a way to make money. Just knock your teeth out. <laughs> knock your teeth out. I so love we that you're always teaching them something, whether we realize it or not. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about mommying, whether you are on your best behavior or on your worst behavior, you are teaching your children how to walk through the world. And yeah. that sort of consciousness really, oh my goodness, I had to get my act together. Like I can't be huge responsibility. It is. I can't take a jug of like juice and drink it out of the refrigerator. No, no. no ma'am. Right. <laughs> Put it in a glass. So it's, it's checking me. Mothering yes. requires that you be on your best behavior. That's right. Because it's, it's, whether you realize it or not, they are watching everything. Eagle eyes. Eagle. <laughs> Close-ups. Yeah, And they may not even let you know they see it. It'll come out later with other people in public. And you're like... Oh. <laughs> And you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, so my daughter did this. I love her. I, you know, I watch her, your videos when you allow her to talk and share. She is, she's fascinating. I, I, I'm like, who is this little girl? Yes. I'm just so excited to watch her glow up and grow up. I'm just like, she's amazing. And this is just a little clip, you know? So it is. Thank you for saying that. I so appreciate it. I, that's why I'm watching you guys with my eagle eyes. Cause I'm like, there's a way to raise joyful black and brown girls in this world, in today's world. Now, Marie, obviously, you know, the world is on fire right now. It's crazy. How are you keeping the energy and the spirit of your children alive and well in these times? Well, you know, it's the conversations, it's the discussing what they're dealing with, it's the listening to them, giving them the space. So it really is, you know, it's all about that dialogue. You know, let me hear what you're dealing with. How are you processing this world right now? What are you guys going through? Because how we're, you know, Gen X, how we're um, dealing with it is way different than how the millennials and Gen Z, I have daughters in each generation going down. And it's just like, they all have a different experience. They're all dealing with it different because, you know, um, at the first part of the pandemic, you know, the young people were out and still part they didn't get it. And then now they're starting to get sick more. And, you know, it's just listening, that communication, legit trying to understand where they're coming from without just telling them how to get through it. You know, uh, it's less preaching, more listening and letting them speak and just talking it out, you know, talking it out and spending that time together. I think this definitely made us a little bit more uh, having more dialogue together. I mean, you have kids 16 to 20 something. I mean, that, yeah. that's when we are out getting it popping and they yes. kind of can't right now. They cannot. They cannot. Yeah. Is that your rule in the house? They they cannot. Yeah. We're older and 
you know, we got babies that come around here, the grandchildren, and it's like we have to protect protect each other. Yeah. So just chill on the on the going out part. But then it did it, it um for you know, some of them maybe not wanted to chill out, so it made them hit their own place, you know. Oh really? <laughs> it oh, it made them move a little faster, whereas they were a lot comfortable. We have a big home, they all, you know, we got space and they were fine at home. But when the rules came in about the pandemic and what we're accepting running in and out there were some a couple of them were like okay it's time for me to move <laughs> no but I then, love that they took it upon themselves to go okay I, I can respect mom and dad's decision yeah. and their rules and I'm gonna yeah. take it upon myself to woman up yeah you know? let, me, let me go ahead and get to my life you know I'm 22 23 let me just it's time you know I'm in college and working full-time and things like that so let me just go ahead and navigate you know it's time to fly get out the Go. <laughs> no, I'm going to be honest. I, in my fantasy, you have generations upon generations living in this big mansion, which I think is something we should get back to, to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love it, but I think this is kind of, it is a, the imagination station because uh, realistically, you know, I learned that you don't really want to see what your 22 year olds are going through in 23. You don't want to see all that. So I think you know, it sounds good to all be under the same roof. Now, we do have a big home and we're all, we got these generations and it's nice. But then when they get to really living their life and experiencing going through things, a lot of that stuff, I don't think it's meant for us to see. <laughs> You're like, oh God, no. I want, I want to keep my honest opinion about you. So <laughs> they have to go through things. It's nothing that we can stop. You know, it's stuff that they got to choose, things, their path, their life. They have to go through it. But a lot of it, you don't really want to see. That's the hard thing. I already see that it's going to be hard for me to like, let go. Like my child got out of the car yesterday. I was still in the driver's seat. We were at Target, girl. She got out the car and then I couldn't see her. And I was still getting my, I was like, wait a minute. Uh, uh, where are you? Like I freaked out. And oh, that was just her getting out. And that the was car. just getting out the car. And she's seven. I'm not there yet. I'm just, no, and, and you probably will never be there. It's nothing that you get used to. I'm still just like, I cannot believe all my daughters are grown. We were having the time of our lives with this big family. And then they grew up and wanted to do their own thing. And it was like, where's my morning bunch at? What yes. happened? What happened to the girls? They're women. And they want to be acknowledged as women. They want to take all the lessons we've taught them and just let us do it. We don't need you anymore just let us do it we know you still need us and we're gonna be back here like some training wheels but you know we're gonna we're gonna give you a break and, and watch you because we did we saw so much into them and we know they have everything they need to navigate this this world so we got to trust our parenting take your time for it I, I use so we still have a 17 and 18 year old that are still in high school finishing up high school and I use every bit of my time I have with them. I said, no, our time is not up. I'm using all my months. I have left all my hours to finish sewing into you, to finish preparing you. And just use all your time. Use it all. <laughs> oh, my God. Bless you. You have two more. Two more. Yeah. Junior and a senior in high school. One is graduating this year and one next year. Oh, my gosh. That's a whole. We got to like. We'll meet back up after your house is empty of your child. Oh, I don't even want to see it because I love being a mom. I love it. But they like growing up. They do. Well, yes. And I remember I really like growing up too. I couldn't wait to get to Atlanta and go to 
I couldn't wait. But that's the thing is I have been in so many different groups, right? So I'm a television yeah. host. I was a dancer. I was hardcore in the dance world. I yeah. was actress. But no tribe has felt like home more than the mommy tribe. Oh, well, welcome to motherhood. I love welcome it. to the mama state tribe. <laughs> I love it. It just feels so like this is what our purpose is on this planet is to create these beautiful human beings. But our job is to also make them conscious and empathetic of others and kind. And I love that that seems to be at the center of your mommying. That's huge. I mean, that's when you see mean people out in the world, you're like, their mama didn't do their job. Yes. Yes. When you see that selfishness, that, that, um, you know, that negative energy is just like, what happened? You know, but I love that. How you feel that that feeling that you have about being a mother and being a part of this tribe. That's how it was about being a wife. It's just instinctive. It's like, this is where I belong, you know? <laughs> so all, that's good. Somewhere, right? So I'm ask you, how would you describe your mommying? I guess I'm the bad cop. <laughs> no! Uh, in the marriage, I'm the bad cop. It's so sad. Uh, because, you know, I, I hold them to highest things. I just see so much in them. And I just don't, I, I, I like to pull the best out of you. You know, I'm fun, but I'm also serious, you know? I try to have a good balance, but you know, it's hard to have a good balance. Like you were just having fun with us. Now you're telling us what to do and what not to do. I'm just the one who sees sees things in you. And if you tell me I want to be a dancer, I'm going to find you the best dance school. I'm going to make sure you're doing things to go there. If you want to be a doctor, I have an engineer, I have a doctor, I have a marketing major, I have a, a internet technology professional. I have somebody who wants to be a social worker, but more of a brain doctor, you know, so they, whatever they want to be, I'm always putting them in things, finding the things that um, encourages them to stay on that path programs, you know, whatever you need, you know, I'm praying with you. I'm the one who's having the talks, you know, I just don't want to miss nothing. Let's talk about finance. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about relationships. Let's do the talking. Like, let's not sweep nothing under the rug. Like, what do you need? You got a boyfriend? What are we doing? You know? (laughs) Yeah. I'm not I'm, ready for I'm any that of that. Mom. I'm that mom. Oh, you want to have this? Well, let's talk about, you know, the financial piece. You know, let's talk about that. You want to stay on campus for college, which that's a whole nother talk show. I have college age daughters and it was just different with the pandemic. They had to go online. What happened to the college experience? What happened to that? You were saying that you have to play the bad cop. And I think that that's just girls and daddies, right? Because I have one daughter and she has one father and I can be like, please don't give her a gift every time she spends time with you. And every time she comes back, she's got gifts. Oh, gosh. That just makes her it just messes everything up. Like It does. It really does. We know what happened to the co-parenting. Right. (laughs) You just giving her stuff just because she exists in the world. Yeah. There's a part of me that loves that because she's not going to fall for any old dude that gives her whatever. Right. And that's what they say. We do it because we don't want them to accept anything. But mm, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But then my daughter, she's because we are also like you guys. So communicative. We talk about it all. We break it down. Good. And She has moments where she's like, mommy, I love you so much because you discipline me. I was I've like, never been thanked for that yet. Well, like, my totally, older daughters do. <laughs> he's so clear. She's like, well, at daddy's house, I'm the boss. But at your house, you're the boss. And oh. I was like. So she already see it. Good job, mom. 
He sees it. Because they do. They appreciate that, you know. Like I was saying, um, from the inside out, teaching them to, you know, be everything from within first. Like, I know you have all these goals and aspirations for outside of your life, but make sure you're that person on the inside first. That self-work. How did you teach them to love themselves? Oh, gosh. Self-care, journaling. We did vision board. We do vision boards, just all these activities that help to foster that meditation, everything I could do to help them, you know, getting dressed, you know, getting pretty, looking at themselves in the mirror, mantras, you know, just everything that we can do art. (laughs) My house is filled with beautiful black women so that my daughter can have reflections of herself everywhere. Perfect. Everywhere. Perfect. I love that. I get goosebumps thinking about it because as a child, we didn't have that. No, no, no. We had white Barbies and no, no. Oh, I have to play something for you. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So I told her I was doing this. And then I had to schedule a meeting with the mom for the, for mama's stay. Yeah. I interview moms uh, on the podcast about their secret sauce, their tips and tricks. She's watching. She's the you have to wait, Nyla. She's the. Um, I think she knows. Duets, dance duets with with this mom on Instagram from her routines, and I dance next to her. You know when I do that? Oh, I think I know. I think I'm, I know who you're talking about. The woman who has like gray hair and she shaves and she does like those um, things. Her hair's actually blonde. It's blonde, right? It's both. I, I go between white and blonde. around her like she's amazing I who is she yeah I asked the question too but I also and whenever I'm having my down mommy moments and there are the down times you're like definitely oh we ain't even talked about those we've been talking about the up times well we're gonna have a small moment of the down times okay she sends me places that you you're like I can feel the fire in my body and you're like oh my god I see why moms get out of control Cause they're so they they hit your buttons and play in ways that nobody else can. Nobody. But when those moments happen, I remember I'm like, God trusted me with this baby. Whoa! It makes me teary just the no for time. real. Don't look. <laughs> God trusted me with this special, beautiful, light filled baby. Yes. I that means that God saw that I was worthy. I am okay. I can get through this. Yes. Yes. And that's how I feel with the six. I said, if he gave me six people, he gave me six of his wonderful creations to look after. And I always remember that they're his. So as they grow up, I'm like, okay, I've got to let them go because they were not mine to begin with. You know, I was just given this time and trusted to help, help form, form them and and get them going. But ultimately, 
Yeah, it is beautiful. And it, it gets very difficult because, you know, they have their own personality. They're like these mini adults and they're growing into who they're going to be us. And we had to do it. And it's just like, this is six different people that you have to do six. I have to do six different things. None of them are the same. They're like, oh, if you got one, you got six. No, no. that is <laughs> not, not the you, truth. Not if you mommy properly. Yeah, if you mommy is- properly, you don't have clones. No. Yeah, the babies are cute and they get taken care of, but they also the craftiest because they know. Oh, super crafty, super Super crafty. crafty. I'm talking knows when I'm waking up to when I'm laying down. She's got she's got my car. She thinks so she thinks. Right. I'm smarter than the fifth grader. That's my favorite saying to them. I'm smarter than the fifth grader, ladies. (laughs) I keep trying to tell Nyla. I'm like. I, I know you think you know more than me, sweets. I know yeah. you. I be catching her trying to be slick. And I'm oh, like, yeah. what is happening? Yeah. You, you know, listen, we got to stay on our, we got to stay yeah. ready. I'm like this. And the yeah, you, be like, <laughs> and, you know, that's why I keep my energy up because I don't want to miss a beat. I don't want, you know, and I keep my parenting up. You know, it is hard. We, we talk about the hard times and we can see how mothers get discouraged and want to give up on their kids. A lot of parents give up because these young people it's a work it's, it's a, a work it's a full it's, 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 it's a true work and you have to intentionally be there you have to intentionally do it and you know I, we've done six and when I get down I've done seven six girls thank God for my son's father who wanted him when he got to that young man age where for me it was a little bit much and I was like you know I think he needs his father but you know navigating them one at a time is just like I have I fight every day. Even the one that's a junior and a senior, it's easy to say, well, y'all grown now. No, I still got 12, 13, 14 months. Like those months matter, especially in a young person in their brain and the way they think and the way they grow, they're still learning. And you have to finish. You have to keep going. You have to complete your job, your duty. And it, we know it doesn't stop when they turn 18 to 21, but you know, you wean off sort of like. But you're still a parent and you're still there for them. But those developmental years, you just can't quit. You have to do the hard work. It's the long it's easy to want to give up because they do things, they say things, and they hit you in the spot. And you're like, after I done did all this for you, you know, well, I, done- I don't mind mine. I don't know if that's bad, mommy. But when she really acts up, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't do anything for you. I mean, I don't no. make breakfast and your lunch and get all your clothes and make sure you're in your extracurricular. I'd be breaking it down. Like, no, you have to remind them because they don't remember yesterday. They don't. Their mind is, is still developing. So they forget really fast. I mean, we forget really fast. That's why journaling is so important because we forget how we overcame things. And it's like, you forgot that? I just did this for you. That's how God does us. If you write in your journal, you remember all the things you overcame when you go back and read it and you have to remind yourself. So we definitely got to remind our kids, look, I do this. I I do, uh-uh, I, I work all day, all day, every day for for this to be happening. And I'm not going to give up on you, but I'm definitely going to tell you to remind you what this is and what this is about. A big thing in our family is gratitude. I just refuse to raise a child that isn't grateful for all the things that she has. I'm so happy. I brought. Um, you know, you asked me to bring a few things that get me through, right? Yes, I can't so, wait to see it. Show me. Of course, the main thing is this dance area. You know, 
dance for me gets me through. It's my hiding place. I like to call it my hiding place. It's where I go get away from everybody and everything. Even if it's 30 seconds, it feels like 30 years. Wait a minute. Is this in your house? Yeah, this is in my house. I need Look, to my, Georgia, girl. Listen, I'm telling you, my with, with that, you know, when that pandemic hit, my husband said, you, "Your studio didn't close down. Here it is." <laughs> and now it's, you know, now it's a worldwide movement. So, you know, this, this is, this is the dance. If I'm dancing for 30 seconds, it feels like 30 years in my heart, in my spirit. It's just like I was gone 30 years, and I'm back. It was 30 seconds. So true. It's just everything. I, I mean, it's the only thing that I can do that really shuts everything out. Dance. Yeah. That's it. You know what? I a hundred percent agree with you. And for me, I call it moving meditation. Oh, for me, when I dance, it feeds me mind, body and spirit. Can when I use I- that? Can I use that? Okay, I'm going to share that with you. Moving meditation. Yeah, because my mind gets to be free. My body gets to be nurtured and my spirit gets to enjoy the juiciness of like me being in my greatest high, right? The most elevated space I can be in. So I'm 100% content when I'm dancing. I love that. And I can tell, I can tell all the way from the first time you duetted me. I was like, well, that's, first of all, Marie, that's the most viral I've ever gone. I have, I don't go viral as much as you do. That was the, I think it's like up to like 400 and some thousand. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen Almost that a half a million. Yeah. So crazy. And it was with you, mama. Hey, what's the best that can happen? What's the best? <laughs> did you make it to D nice's concert when he did CQ live? No. Girl. I wish. The best. Oh, that's a dream. That's a dream. I was, can't wait. And I hope I'm there with you. <laughs> please come to It was, I, I can't even explain to you what the old school music, how it feeds our soul. Oh. Screw this new music. No, they, forget it. The 90s, homie. The, the 90s. 90s. The 80s. What? It's, that's it. That's why I'm trying to keep it at the forefront. And, you know, my daughters, I teach them. I say, look here, we. I'm bringing y'all, I'm bringing my era to you guys. Let's, let's keep it. Let's keep it here. Do they appreciate? They do. They really do. They said, now this is, compared to our music, this is really great. And, and they get to see how it evolved into their music, you know? I call the TikTok dances like flight decorate. Uh, flight. They are like, <laughs> I have such a hard time with the TikTok dances. It's so sad. I'm just like, what are they doing? Like, I'm horrible. I'm horrible with the TikTok moves, but I still try because I do appreciate the times. I appreciate the generations and what they're doing in their generation. I do, even though I, I don't really vibe with it. I still try to respect it and let's try to. I'm always about getting on your level. Like, let me see how you're thinking about it. Because yeah. I know that it's more than one way to learn and think, you know. That's going to keep us young and sexy. Exactly. Keep you relevant. Even keep though the cool, we the cool aunties. We the cool aunties. Forever. Forever. <laughs> That's so we got the dance floor we got the dance floor that's one my second one would be journaling like I am a huge huge what's your journal looks like huge huge journaler I love journaling I have one a new one every year and my my last 10 journals turned into a book which is called what's the best that can happen you hear me say that a lot you see me popping my peacock all the time yeah I was able to get a book out and this was before everything happened before the viral before getting noticed by everybody I had wrote this book called what's the best that can happen and it's a book about 
motherhood, a book about my journey as a mom, meeting my husband and everything. It's so amazing. Amazon, whatever. I'm sending you a copy. It's called What's the Best That Can Happen. I'm going to send you a copy. That is Um, so exciting. I got goosebumps all over. Congrats. And then as soon as I wrote the book, everything just said. So after I got that out, it was like, okay. Now, now I'm ready for you. Now it was a, an assignment. I never wanted to be an author, never had a desire, but I, it was something that I had to get out and I did it. And the guy said, okay, that's exactly what I was waiting on. Boom. You out here. That's so, how it works, isn't it? We got to, we got to get off our butts and start creating. That's you have to. Me. I'm, I'm guilty of it. God, and this is part of it. Mama's this is part of you right now. So now that you're getting it out, watch what happens. You thought. You thought from Hollywood to motherhood, mother, Hollywood to motherhood to back to Hollywood. <laughs> and I'm it's, open to it, but it will be on my terms. It will right? be on your terms. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. When I saw and listened to your first podcast, I said, this is, woo. you talking about goosebumps. I'm like, <laughs> I know. Let's, let's talk about those goosebumps. So my last thing would be the sound bowl. Wait, wait. Go get it. Go get it. <laughs> You are my sister for life. <laughs> you are kidding me right now. I love you. No, I love you. Are you kidding? It blew on the bottom to girl. Exactly. That says that says it all. We we vibrate higher. This is that high vibration. This is this is that high vibration. That's that that that. 400 to 600 HZs hurts that yes. has you on that level. Marie, <sighs> do you understand? Like, this is what I say to people all the time. It's not about what people say. It's not about what narrative they try to pump into you. It is pure energy. Pure. Me watching you dance and I'm like, I like her. I feel her. I want to dance with her. And now we're really now the, so much in common. We are this, like, we got the exact same elbow. <laughs> the same exact one. And when you told me to bring three things, I was like, I'm bringing my sound bowl. Oh, I, I'm going to cry. That's that so, is so awesome. beautiful. Mama stay. Mama stay, mama. Mama stay. Thank you, Marie Bussing. Thank you. Thank you. I told you that was going to be a total blast. Thank you so much for hanging out with myself and my dancing soulmate on social media, Marie Bustin Moves. Again, you can find her over on Instagram at Marie, M-A-R-I-E underscore Bustin, B-U-S-T-I-N moves and on TikTok at the Mooring Bunch, M-O-R-I-N-G Bunch, like the Brady Bunch. And to keep up with me, don't forget to check me out over on Instagram at Tanika Ray. And as always, you can always keep up with me at my new Gmail. It is Mama Stay with Tanika Ray at gmail.com. Every single letter is there. Mama stay with Tanika Ray at gmail.com. You can always DM me. I just want to know what you guys think about these episodes. I will always post some snacks for you on the day of. 
I release episodes every Tuesday. It is Mama's Day with Tanika Ray Tuesdays. So please check it out and let me know. And I always have to give some love and thank my producing team, Ginny Media. They are so amazing. Thank you so much for writing with me and for getting me this far, episode three. I'm having a blast, you guys, and I love that you're here. I'm super excited to connect more. I need more of you. These will also, they're also on Zoom. We Zoom these. So I will give you an announcement soon when they are available for the full interview with a whole bunch of extras. So these interviews go from anywhere from 30 to an hour, and they're so good, we don't even want to end them. But when we do, we make sure we have a lot of goodies left for you over at YouTube. When I get that all together, let me tell you, there's one experience listening podcast style, but because I come from TV, there's also a whole other experience seeing us connecting, looking at each other, laughing with each other. It's just too much fun, you guys. So much love to you. I'm out. This is episode three. Thank you for being with us and we will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for hanging out, Mama. I know how little time we have in our day to honor ourselves, and I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. Make sure you click like, rate, and subscribe. I'd love to hear what you think about today's show and what you want to hear going forward. Remember, mommying is a gift, and you're doing a kick-ass job. So, Wusa and Mama stay. Stay.